0: From Atlanta, Georgia, welcome to Fearfully and Wonderfully Me, a podcast for women on leadership and life skills with Rhea Story. Rhea shares powerful life and leadership principles, helping you maximize your potential and become the woman God created you to be. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode on what I wish I had known earlier in my career. Um, you know, it's interesting when I when I look back over the course of my career and, and you know, starting out waiting tables and and working in a pizza restaurant and uh, making $2.13 an hour, plus some tips, but $2.13 an hour to bust dirty tables, deliver drinks, take orders, and you know, pick up half-eaten pizza crust off the floor, and looking back as I started that, that was the first, you know, real job that I ever had, and one of the things that I wish I had known, even when I started there, was that my influence could be intentionally built and intentionally increased, and I think that's one of the things that I, I didn't consciously realize for many years. And it, it probably held me back over the course of my career because I, I didn't understand that concept. I thought that influence was something you either had or you didn't have. And I got a lot of the principles about increasing my influence right, even from the very beginning. But I didn't understand that because you can intentionally increase your influence then I didn't understand how to intentionally increase my influence. And so while I naturally got a lot of things right, I, I got a lot of things wrong, even in that very first job of just waiting tables and learning how to connect with people. And, you know, it's not just taking their drink order and keeping their tea refilled. That's determining your tips, right? It's it's building that connection and that relationship over the course of that interaction. And that can certainly increase your influence, which can certainly increase the amount of tip that you get. Have you ever eaten at a restaurant and and just had like just an incredibly great experience and for whatever reason you really connected to your server? And so maybe you left them a little more than the typical 15 to 20 percent. Maybe you left them a little bit extra. Maybe you left them an extra $10 bill in cash. You know, maybe you just went above and beyond because you just felt they like they did such a great job at connecting with you and giving you an over-the-top experience. We've probably all had that. And then you've probably also had a negative experience in a restaurant. And hopefully you still did leave that server uh, a tip. But maybe it wasn't that extra, you know, extra more than 15 or 20%, maybe you felt like, oh, they didn't do a good job or they didn't really care about me or, you know, they had a bad attitude. And so I'm not going to leave them as big of a tip. And so, you know, it's just one of those things I look back now and I can, I can see that how I went about what I did, even in that very first job. But I mean, this applies throughout my career. And even today, how I do what I do is determining my influence, how you do what you do is determining your influence. But I didn't understand that early in my career. Now, I did get a lot of the things right. And looking back, you know, what I knew right away is that, well, I knew within a first couple of weeks, by the time I got my first paycheck, let me tell you from, I still have that paycheck somewhere. Last time we were moving and, and packing up boxes, I came across that. I still have that pay stub. For some of you, you don't even realize that you actually used to physically get a check and you'd have to take that check to the bank now it's all electronic pretty much but but um I still have that pay stub that very first pay stub and let me tell you even if you work 40 hours a week if you're making $2.13 an hour that's not going to be a very big paycheck at the end of the two weeks but I remember getting that first paycheck and realizing you know what If I want to make more money in life, I'm going to have to do something different, right? The job of my dreams isn't going to confine me working here at Pizza Hut. And so I I had a good work ethic. I worked hard. I got that right naturally. And that was just because I was a value-driven person. It was just inherent in me. I want to do a good job. I took pride in in working hard and and doing a good job. And I got that right. Right. And then I I realized, well, you know, if I want to increase my job options, I I need some education. I need to go, you know, start college and working on a degree and those kind of things. And it's absolutely true that increasing our competency can increase our influence. Um, All three of the college degrees I have opened some doors for me in some way. So there's no doubt increasing our competency can can increase our influence. But let me tell you what's much, much greater than that is growing and developing our character. And there again, we come back to the foundational truth of who we are and how we do what we do determines much, if not all, of our, well, not all, but m- much, the vast majority of our influence with other people. And I didn't, I didn't know that. It was many years into my, formal career before I realized that not only could influence be built, but I was learning how to go about building it. And so that's really one of the reasons I wrote um, this new book, The Ladder of Influence. It's just released. um, As I record this podcast, it's just come out and is now available um, on Amazon. And, you know, I, I wrote this book and I really brainstormed on the outline of it just a couple months ago, Mac and I um, were at the beach and um, the concept just has just really been burning a hole in my pocket, so to speak, literally, liter- literarily. And I sat down to write the chapters and I thought, you know, I, I want to write the book that I wish I had known back then, if I'd had this book to read back then about how to, to really go about increasing my influence personally and professionally there again, I got a lot of things um, naturally right, but I got a lot of things wrong. And certainly, I could have increased my influence much more effectively earlier. And I have no doubt that would have changed a lot of the relationships. That would have changed a lot of the course, perhaps, of my career. It certainly could have changed some of the opportunities that, uh, that I had or didn't have. Um, and, you know, I look back and back then it was kind of the thing it was like well you work and you work hard at the job you're in and you you know for me it was going to school at night and uh, trying to get that competency and that degree that would open some doors and over the the years in those early years I remember having different opportunities different job interviews and I can think back to almost every single one of the job interviews that I didn't get the job for and i can think about how i would be different in that job interview now and and i I can't regret that right it's it's not about regret but it's just looking back and and that's a sign of growth is looking back at those job interviews where i didn't get the job and realizing i wasn't ready for that opportunity i didn't get the job because i wasn't you know i wasn't necessarily equipped for that Um, And that's okay. But realizing that how much I have grown since then in those early years, and realizing what I would say differently, how I would connect differently, how I would be differently, how I would do different things, because I'm different, right? And there again, that's just a sign of growth. I hope that we can all look back from our first job to now and say, oh, I have grown since then. That's a great thing but it really is learning that principle and then taking it and applying it now to how can I learn those lessons and how can I apply them today and intentionally increase my influence so that tomorrow when I get that job interview that I might want that new job or that next career step, I am ready. I'm prepared. I'm ready to move forward. And I didn't understand that intuitively. I knew I knew I needed to work hard so that I could get a good reference from previous employers. I knew, you know, to do a good job and, and, you know, have integrity and show up to work on time and, and those things, but, and I, I didn't really understand growing and developing my character would help me grow as a person and that would help me increase my influence and that changes the dynamic of our influence. And I didn't understand that. I wish I had known that um, earlier in my career. So anyway, all that to say, that's one of the reasons I'm so excited about this book is because when I sit down to think about how do we intentionally increase our influence? And we all want to, right? We, all of us want more influence in life. There's absolutely no doubt, but a lot of times either we don't understand how, or we aren't interested in doing so because we know it's going to require uh, certainly some work and some effort on our part and maybe even some sacrifice uh, to, to do so. But like any journey that we take, any goal that we set and we work to achieve, we have to be willing to put the work in to become the person who can achieve that goal or be that person Right. And I, I relate it back to running a, a marathon because it's just such a, a good analogy. I just um, a couple weeks ago completed a race and it was uh, a down season for me, which means I didn't do a lot of speed work or, or tempo runs and, you know, not in a lot of hardcore training. This focus for my season in running this year was really focusing on just strength and mobility and staying healthy. I'd had a several um well, more than a year of really hard training. And so I, you know, my focus for this season was a down season. You know, just get back to just running and enjoying it and and not training too hard. And what's interesting is that I just off the cuff kind of back in about the middle of January, I'd picked out a spring race and said, you know, I just, even though I haven't really been training hard, I, I just want to do a train, you know, do a race. I still have been running some miles and and running a good bit of miles, but, you know, just for fun, like, let's just go out and, and do a spring race. And I actually did really, really well. Um, even a little bit better than I would have expected based on, uh, my fall race and, what I what I took away from that is it's not necessarily the goal itself. It's not necessarily the outcome itself. It's becoming the person who can achieve that goal. Right. And that's where the analogy to influence comes in, is it's not increasing our influence in the moment, it's becoming the person who has the influence. So that when the moment occurs, you have already done the work, you've already developed yourself. You've already developed your character, your level of self-awareness, your personal growth has helped you become the person who has more influence in any given situation. And, and like anything, it it's putting the work in before we get the opportunity. And that's where I think a lot of us aren't willing to sacrifice. Either we don't know or we're not interested in putting the work in before we get the opportunity. And this takes time, right? This is a process. It is not an overnight, it's not an overnight thing. When it comes to influence and building trust and relationships, increasing your influence personally or professionally, it's not going to happen overnight. There's so much of the time that sometimes life events change our perspective rather quickly and force us to grow in some way. And that's not a bad thing. But a lot of times when we experience those life-changing events that force a little bit of growth pretty quickly, we then turn around and suddenly expect to, to be getting the results today that we want based on who we are at the moment. And we realize that we are getting the results based on our track record, right? Influence is very cumulative, And so all of the interactions that we've had with someone in the past add up cumulatively. And so even if we've grown in the past several months, we look back and we think, well, gosh, why haven't I getting the benefits of more influence in this relationship? Because I've changed, I've grown, I've changed. But we also have to remember there's a track record there and influence in that relationship is cumulative. And so a lot of times we have to be patient to stay the course. (laughs) Excuse me being persistent, being consistent, and in increasing trust in that relationship. And so not just growing and developing ourselves, but but staying the course with consistency over time. So I didn't really understand that. There again, it was many years into my career before I started understanding the principles of leadership and influence. And, you know, it it's nothing that we're always... It's nothing that we're ever going to completely master. I mean, influence, building our influence personally or professionally is a journey, right? And it's incredibly dynamic because people are incredibly dynamic. And so it is a journey that we're going to be always traveling at some level, at some dimension. But it's easier to do the more we do it, like anything. And I've touched on that principle many times in the past because it is just such a principle, because we get better at it, right? We're not great at anything the first time we do it. It takes some practice. It takes some effort and some repetition and consistency, right? Anything. Pretty much anything you go do, you're not going to master it the first time you go out and do it. And influence is the same way. It takes some time to master the, the skills and development of increasing our influence. So, There again, these leadership principles are much like gravity, you know, and learning how to work with gravity instead of against gravity makes your life easier. Influence principles are just like that. Learning how to work with the principles of influence so much easier than if we are working against the principles and influence. And once we understand them, it's easier to apply them. And Boy, if I wish I had, I wish I had known that so much earlier in my career, life would have been different. But that's okay. Every, every step that's brought me to here is brought me to here and and there's nothing wrong with that. But uh, that's one reason I get excited about talking about the lessons of leadership and influence because I want to help shorten somebody else's journey, right? There aren't any shortcuts, but, but maybe I can help accelerate the process for someone else. Um, influence is absolutely something that we can be building intentionally one choice, one interaction at a time. Until next time. Start increasing your influence and maximizing your potential with the Rhea's Audiobooks available at audible.com. Amazon.com, and iBooks. Please visit RiaStory.com to learn about Ria's books, resources, speaking, and training programs. Thanks for Thanks for listening.